Hello, and welcome to Eyes and Vibes, the soccer podcast where we talk everything USMNT and sometimes more. I'm your host, Trevor Hickman, alongside my co-host and friend, Blake Woody. And today, we're excited to bring you our first ever podcast collaboration with the folks at USMNT Burner, a Twitter page with a knack for reporting on players in less watched leagues and bringing extra eyes and hopefully vibes to the Eyes and Vibes podcast. This episode, we will learn about the Burner origins, get some thoughts on the current USMNT, and compete in a four-person draft where only non-top five leagues are allowed, and maybe MLS, maybe. So let's start the fun, shall we? Welcome to the show, Will and Sammy. Much appreciated. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely, absolutely, boys. So first... Take us through how you both started following soccer and when you started to go super in depth with it. Okay. I'll start with like, kind of like our origins and like, in just like kind of the realm of soccer and I'll let Will take over the origins of the burner and the backstory behind like getting involved with soccer, social media and like kind of all that kind of jive. So growing up, we're both from Charleston, South Carolina. Well, kind of Will grew up in Charleston, but he, he's not originally from there, but we grew up playing together. And then around high school, we kind of became like best friends. And, you know, we always kind of had the idea of like kind of doing like a project, kind of like the burner. And if there was anyone in our friend group who was going to do it, it was going to be me and Will. So it kind of it just kind of worked out like that. So I'll let Will take over the 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 backstory and origin, the villain origin story of the burner. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Sammy said it best. Um, we both grew up in Charleston and we've been best friends since freshman year of high school pretty much um but yeah so in our sophomore year of college um me and two of my friends had the idea to start a u.s soccer blog and thus named it the u.s soccer blog i know super super creative clever That's um, clever. Yep. yeah um really hitting a target market there um <laughs> but um so we started to we started to grow that channel and kind of um enjoyed doing it. And then we invited Sammy, uh, on board and, you know, we loved doing it, but we faced some time constraints with school. And then, you know, Sammy and I started doing a lot of the work and carrying a lot of the burden. And we decided that it was better to just cut the burner off where it was or not the burner, the blog off where it was Yeah, and, you know, kind of go our separate ways and figure out things. And so Sammy and I took a hiatus from uh, the blog and from Twitter in general. And then during COVID, we came up with an idea to create um, a page, a Twitter page called Atlas Football, which kind of showcased, you know, lesser known teams around the world. Um, And we had a little bit of success doing that, but it wasn't something we really felt super passionately about. And we kind of just, you know, it kind of fell to the, to the wayside and we stopped doing it. And so then, then we get into the the story of the burner. Um, So this is actually pretty funny at about 2 AM on like a random night in November, I um, had this idea to create like a satirical um, page about the USMNT and call it the USMNT's burner account. And thus the burner was born. And so we started to kind of, you know, get into it in the next month or two. And then we both sat down and we're kind of like, you know, we can build something off this. We can, we can kind of get into this and we take it more seriously. And we found a really good community that we can be a part of. Um, And so, yeah, we've just been kind of going at it since then we started, you know, I do a lot of the tweeting about, you know, the media stuff and, uh, starting lineups and stuff like that. And I've gotten really deep into discovering players that not many people know about. And Sammy's done that too. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we've just, we've loved starting this account and we've loved the way it's grown and we just, we love this community we found and we're super, uh, appreciative to you guys for giving us a platform to talk about it a little more. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I just want to kind of piggy, piggyback off that for just a second. So like at the blog, Will was doing a lot of like, he was doing like all the player like updates, like the weekly updates for like everybody. 
and yeah. I was doing a lot of the, like the player interviews. I was doing like guys with the like, youth national team, guys abroad, all that kind of all that kind of jive. And it just it kind of got to the point where it felt like me and Will were doing all the legwork, and so we kind of wanted to go in like a different direction than what the the U.S. soccer blog was kind of geared towards. I guess would probably be the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like what Will was saying like he does he does he's able to get onto the, the starting lineups a lot quicker i'm i'm usually there for the south american lineups and like the opinion kind of the opinion posts you see on the page so we we, we, have, we have really good rapport and kind of like not overlapping content a lot which is which i think is something that's, that's pretty important if you're going to like co-run an account oh yeah. for sure yeah no i mean i i, I will self-admit when i see half the posts on your page uh, even as a big USMNT fan. I'm like, who the heck is that? And, <laughs> you know, that's the funny completely... thing is you can tell who's tweeting what because of who who has t- who has like the the capitals on for the first words of the sentence. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I have okay. mine off, so if I tweet from my phone, it's usually in all lowercase. Ah, okay, so you can, you can the burner. You can tell. Yeah, exposing yeah, the burner yeah. a little bit. Don't let don't <laughs> let them know. Don't let them know. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean those. The crazy people you've never heard of are uh, almost like a figment of my imagination. I like spent one day in the summer a couple a couple summers ago creating a Google Doc that has like four to five hundred players on it. I think oh something my. like that. Oh, wow! And it covers every uh, European country, and then. Uh, pretty much every league in that European country um, that I can find, like that I can find the name of basically. Um, so yeah, that exists. And that's an insane thing that I did with my time. Um, and then Sammy, Sammy did the same thing, but for the South Americans. So he gave me a little bit of a reprieve on having to do it again. Yeah. We, we haven't, we haven't quite uh, broken into the the African or Asian markets yet, but that is definitely yeah. something that we will have to sit down and try to. We're, we're aware of a few over there, but really we've yet, I've okay. yet to, right. I've okay. yet to sit yeah. down and. We got like a solid handful. We got a solid yeah. handful. There's, there's okay. like, all, it all, it all like started like the whole like us, like the Americans abroad, like kind of stuff like that with Jonathan Amon. Bit special shout out to our boy, Johnny Amon. Yes. We, grew up we, we love, we love Johnny here at the burner. Oh, we yeah. grew up playing with him. He's he's a he's a Charleston boy. He was in our ah, age group. That's growing cool. up playing. Yeah. And just like he was he, you can you can kind of tell he was like he was special. He was kind of like destined for the stardom. Even at a young age, you think like he might burn out now. He was again, like, he was going to the top. And unfortunately, injuries de- uh, deprived us of a generational winger. In our yeah. opinion. <laughs> that's that's where it started. You know, we see that he he can go abroad and we see what kind of like what kind of other players are able to go abroad and have success. And so I think now that we have a pretty strong community of American and American eligible players abroad, it's, it's just kind of something that we've just kind of run away with. For sure. Yeah. I totally get that. Blake, you have any questions? I've, uh, yeah. I've hogged all the space so far. No, so. bro, you are all good. <laughs> um, what's up y'all. And I actually do have a question for each of y'all um, going off that doc. Um, can you uh, give us and the viewers uh, one guy each who the general populace probably isn't really that well aware of, but they should be aware of. Should be aware, like so. You're saying the guy that they should be aware of that they may not be aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the future, a guy who you think is going to really come onto the scene in the next few years. Okay, because you got like two categories. You got the guys like that, and then you got guys that are like so completely obscure that you don't even know if they like genuinely exist. You're just kind of like taking the word <laughs> off of the internet. Yeah, that's, fair. I'm, that's fair. I'm still not positive some of these dudes exist. Like Transfermarkt is not a perfect, perfect system, and I'm. Still, like a couple of these dudes, I haven't found their Instagram accounts, so I'm like not positive they actually exist. So, okay. a fair warning out there. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I see. I'll, I'll let Will go first because I've I got I got two that come straight to my mind. Okay, uh, yeah, I can start. Um, so, a guy that's you know a little more probably on the on the well well known side. Um, he kind of broke onto the scene a couple years ago at the under 20 world cup, I think. Um, so I'm going to pick Zion Suzuki. He's an, uh, American Japanese dual net. Um, he plays for Urawa red diamonds. Am I right, Sammy on that one? Yeah. Urawa the pronunciation might've been wrong, but red diamonds yeah. is the end of it. Um, but yeah, he's an excellent goalkeeper. I think he's only 19 still. Um, he's an excellent, excellent shot stopper. Um, it's really only a matter of time until he gets, 
full opportunities with the first team. He plays a lot of their cup games um, and stuff like that. So I'm a, I'm a big supporter of his. I don't know what the you know odds of him making a switch or if we really even need him with a guy like Gaga leading the line and Brendan Craig also being a part of that age group. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll leave mine at that. And Sammy, you can tap in. Yeah, just a couple. No- another thing about Zion, you know, he was born in Arkansas. Like his dad was Japanese. He moved there. He's always been a part of the Japanese system. And he's like, I think he's made one or two appearances with the senior national team. So it's going to be unlikely that he switches, but he's still, he's still, he still has that American like kind of, elig- I, I th- he may have that eligibility. I'm not sure if he's completely cap tied or not. I don't know if that was, I'm not hundred percent sure. Like, you know, the rules, not 100% it's, positive. Kind of, it, it's, it's a, it's a circus when it comes to the, all the technicalities and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's definitely, He's definitely a goalkeeper that the people should keep an eye on because the Urawa Red Diamonds, they're playing in the Asian Champions League final coming up soon. So we could have an American Asian Champions League winner going to the Club World Cup to face against the Seattle Sounders. I think would be pretty cool. Would be. Yeah. Maybe sure. we can do a recruitment pitch off of that when he's in Seattle. <laughs> Just be like, hey, stay here a little longer. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the two guys that came to my mind right now, the first one is a striker. He plays in the, I think he plays in the Hungarian. Yeah, he plays in Hungary. His name is Eduvier Ikoba. He is he plays for Zalaya Gerzeg. I definitely butchered that. I there's no way I pronounced that correctly. But he had he's he's got five goals in five games to start the season. He's he's red hot. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, Hungarian first division may not be like the highest quality league in the world, but you know, like it it still takes a certain skill set to be able to put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, Ferenc Varos is pretty good. Yeah, Ferenc Varos is good. They have a couple Americans on their books. Henry Wingo is one. Zion Jones is still technically on their books, even though he may not be involved with the first team. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. But, yeah, the Hungarian division is definitely it's, – it's still a, re- a relatively respectable level. And to have someone who is maybe not at the biggest club in the league still putting up those kind of numbers, I think it's, it's something that people should at least be aware of, that there is somebody out there that's doing that. And another one is Benjamin Nagel. He's a 15-year-old center mid. He's the captain of the Netherlands U15s, I believe. Yeah, the Netherlands U15s. He plays his club soccer at the U18 level, and he's got a lot of interest wow. in the Netherlands. He was, born in the, he was born in North Carolina, so he's got that kind of eligibility. But he is with the FC Twente. It's like they have like a dual academy. It's a joint, it's a joint academy with Heracles. Yeah, Heracles. So the club, okay. the yeah. club Luca Delatore used to play at. Yeah, so he they have a joint academy, and he's a part of that system right now. And he is, he, you know, he, you can tell he's a high caliber player when he's the captain of of like a prestigious nation's youth national team. You know, he's 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 pretty high caliber. And through what I can find through my research, the USSF has been in contact with him to see if that that would be something that he would be potentially interested in down the road. But I think his development is going to be something that a lot of people are going to come to figure out that he's. Like he might be like a Eunice Musa, like kind of kind of level player, like like a coup, coup d'etat to bring into the program. A couple, like maybe two, three, four years down the road. But to look at him right now, he's already on that kind of upward trajectory. That's awesome. Yeah, and just that to is, piggyback off your Ikoba pick, he's also a, uh, I believe, a graduate of Dartmouth, so he's got a brain too. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah, okay. big NCAA guy. Big NCAA soccer yep. guy. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pathways for some of these players are, are really interesting because, you know, one of the things I've noticed, at least with the interviews we've done, and also shout out to you guys, because we would not have gotten that initial very first interview um, if it weren't for you guys uh, with uh, Guillermo Ruiz, uh, you know, because I was I was just at one point just scrolling on your page and uh, made a comment or whatever, not thinking anything of it. And uh, he pursued it for the for the pod so uh yeah. so you guys uh you guys definitely get a tip of the tip of the hat on that one so <laughs> well that that was funny because sammy and i were actually at dinner together one night and i randomly got an instagram notification on our instagram that we don't we don't use it a ton i probably should use it more but we don't really use it a ton um that i got a dm from this guy that i had been following on instagram for a couple like probably for a couple months, I had seen his, he had some content on TikTok blow up. And so I knew he was abroad and I knew he was American. Um, yeah. So my, even my TikTok feed is just filled with this stuff. Like I can't escape it ever. Um, 
And <laughs> so he, he DM'd us and reached out and basically just told me, you know, what was going on. And, you know, I was all there for it and I wanted to help him in any way I could. And he was super appreciative and he was a really, really cool guy. Um, every time I talked to him, he was super, super nice, super humble, super down to earth. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he even sounded like it on y'all's pod. So I was really, really happy to hear that y'all were able to, you know, make a connection with him and create some good content off it. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was, uh, it went really well interview wise. It was a great launching point for both us as a pod, but also for him. You know, I mean, he got yeah a lot of, a lot of listens on that and a lot more people that followed him on Instagram as well. So that was, uh, yeah, I think that that worked out well for all of us. Yeah, all, of us. all in all yep. involved, all part. Yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. it was it was really awesome to see him get that kind of exposure because you see like you got like the accounts like you know Chuck Me ninety two, East Deflection, like those guys are like all over it. If there's anybody on Twitter that I would trust my life with with the with US YNT kind of deal, it, it's Chuck and East. Those guys, those guys are like those guys are yeah. those guys are the best. Big shout out to Chuck and East. But to see those guys like retweet and like kind of give the, give him that kind of exposure, like it, it, you know, it's great that he kind of like came to us first. You know, it's kind of like one of those like eye-opening kind of things it's pretty cool absolutely yeah no sure. that's that's awesome um yeah it was it was pretty cool to be able to share his story um with the people so that was that was an awesome experience that was like the first time that's ever happened to us yeah so, yeah yeah first well, of many. Uh, yeah uh, hey that that's the <laughs> that's the goal when you get another one that just reaches out based off of this uh you know where to send them so. yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Oh, man. Cool. And then one more question before we go on to the drafts. Um, and that is, you know, we've been so happy and so positive and just life is just all good talking back and forth. Let's talk about the USMNT game yesterday. <laughs> do we have to? Just yeah. <laughs> drop us a little response. But I, I do want I do want some of your your input or insight on what your thoughts were, not on the game itself but on the conclusions we can draw from that window. So either of you or both. Will you go, you go ahead first. I need to kind of um, myself a little bit before I, before I start speaking. <laughs> I don't know if I'm best to start then. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The game, the two games, I don't even know a good way to put them. They were, they were poor. They were boring. They were bad. Honestly, there's not like enough, there's not enough negative like adjectives to go around. Um, and to be honest, I don't see a lot of the positives that everyone was talking about after the game yesterday. Like Tyler said in the press conference and Greg was talking about in the press conference and Greg's little thing with the things or whatever. I don't know if you saw that, but I, I don't know. I just don't buy a lot of the things that he's, talking about i don't think international soccer is a system type thing i think it's you know you find you find your 26 best players and you make a system that works for all 26 of them and you go out there and you play soccer to win it doesn't have to be beautiful but you go out there and you play soccer with those 26 guys and you do the best you can and right now i don't feel like we're doing that i feel like we're putting a bunch of players and trying to fit a system that doesn't really work. And it clearly hasn't worked, especially away from home. So, you know, I personally, I spent more time watching the under twenties game yesterday than I did watching the U S game. A little bit of that was because I was at work during the U S game, but um, I don't know. I sincerely got more enjoyment out of watching the under 20s than I did the senior team yesterday. So I'll let, I'll let Sammy uh, talk a little bit more about the senior team and a bit more of the tactical side of things. I'm sure he'll talk about. Yeah. I mean, I think Eric Winaldo like probably put it perfectly. And I'm, I think a lot of people saw the clip where he said international soccer is not the type of deal where a coach needs to teach. Like Will said, you pick the 26 best players and you find what works for that group. It doesn't need to be, something so intricate that you have to have a certain profile type player to fit into, into your, into your model. Cause you know, you don't get to work with these guys 52 weeks out of a year. You get to work with them two weeks every other three or four months. So it's not something that is, it's, it's really, it's not sustainable at the international level. If you really want to boil it down to, for it to be like a teaching module, it doesn't make, it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense. 
but I mean, the biggest takeaways for me personally, as someone who watched the games, was not particularly thrilled about getting comprehensively beat by Japan and pretty unconvincingly tying Saudi Arabia. And two completely different types of games. You're getting pressed, pressed like crazy against Japan. And then Saudi Arabia had their moments where they were pressing a little bit higher up the field. But a lot of times they were, they were playing pretty compact. I mean, you, you, the, the inability to navigate both of those types of, types of opponents, it's, it's, it's worrying, especially since we're not going to get to see any more real opportunities before the World Cup. And the biggest winners from the camp are the guys that weren't there. You know, Yunus Musa, yeah. Kim Weah. The guys like that, they like Jedi, like they're invaluable to 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 this team's success. And I think the guys that played more than they should have didn't didn't do themselves didn't really do themselves any any good. You know, I think you can you can really harp on Aaron Long all you want. I don't think he played himself very. I don't think he helped his case. It's probably the nicest way to put that. He didn't help his case, no matter what the MLS articles. No matter what the MLS journalists say about his stock going up, which is uh, yeah, I saw that was, too. Yeah. That was I, I saw that like twenty minutes ago, and I I that was that, that, that Sammy, Sammy FaceTime me immediately after he read it <laughs> to tell me how upset he was. I thought I was like, dude, there's no way somebody like watched that and like create an independent thought that Aaron Long did <laughs> himself justice. Doesn't then when they get a paycheck from it, I mean that's that's what it they're, comes they're down paying, to. They're paying people to do just about anything up there nowadays. But, <laughs> but I mean, you know, like I, I'm disappointed. Josh Sargent didn't get an opportunity yesterday. Like you know, Jesus Ferrer gets an opportunity in every single game. Greg already knows what he's capable of. Everybody knows what Jesus is capable of. He's scoring goals at the MLS level, which is which is a good level. But a guy like Josh Sargent hasn't been involved in the last couple months only getting 45 minutes against Japan in a situation where it was a lose-lose for Josh and a win-win for Greg and a win-win for Jesus in that, in that same, in that same model. It's, I mean, it's, it's disappointing. I mean, guys like PFOC have to be shaking their heads. Like, like what, what do we have to do if he's not even going to give this guy an opportunity? You know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think, I think the only guy who really did himself justice yesterday in the field was Joe Scally. Yeah, I think when he came on, he was he was electric. The first two minutes he came on, he was taking guys on. He was trying different things in the in the, in the attacking third. He may have lost possession, but he was closing the ball down within within seconds. You know, that's all it's all you can ask for from a guy who's just come on for an injured DeAndre Yedlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah t- totally agree. And I think uh, specifically with the Scali, uh, you know, I on my Twitter yesterday, uh, I found a video where he did a move that was the exact same move. Uh, that he did in the Saudi Arabia game, but he did it, th- you know, a week or two ago uh, versus uh, Leipzig. And you can just see that development. So for me, these sort of camps, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else you can say besides, I guess this is giving some players a chance to show what they've learned at a club level and for a lot to show what they haven't learned. So yeah. Yeah, it was just a disappointing window. That's just all there is to it. It was disappointing. We need to see better from a tactical side and just a performance side, and just hope for better. Um, and a few months of the World Cup could start it up. Yeah. One, one thing I saw on Twitter yesterday, somebody said, or I think it, it might have been one of the one of the broadcasts. I think it was Stuart Holden. I think was he was doing the game. He said, yeah. "This is the wake up call the team needs." And it's like. Every game we play is a wake up call. Like we we play terribly yeah. every time we step foot on the field. It's like not even disappointing anymore. It's just yeah. like what we've come to expect. Greg keeps hitting the snooze button for every wake up call. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that that's enough on that. We've yeah we, we've successfully brought things back down into perfect balance. So we'll uh, we'll move saying. on to the draft now. Um, so the format of this is just basically going to be uh chaos no it's gonna be um with every pick there's no set way you have to pick so you don't have we're not gonna go you have to go left wing then striker right wing or whatever formation you're playing you pick the player based on where your draft order is that you think fits in your squad the best based on your system 
So, <laughs> system. System. yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. One question: Is this is this is this Willowme versus y'all two, or is this is this one v one v one v one? This is one v one v one v one. Oh god! So, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let's run so, it, Sam. Let's run it. <laughs> Let's do it. May the best man win. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, make sure you have a piece of paper and a pen with you, so you can write down what your selections are, um, and then. Yeah, a we... note card out of this like binder. I don't British people do note cards weird. They don't like put them in like binders. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've lived in the UK myself, so uh, I I've, I know exactly what you mean. But uh, but yeah, so what the way that we're gonna do this is uh, Blake. We're gonna be courteous to our guests here, and we're gonna <laughs> let them go first. That's um, good to me, man. So between you two, you decide who's gonna go first. Um, and we'll uh, we'll just get it get it started from there. Um, and uh, Sam, do yeah. you want it? Yeah, I, you know, I'll take first pick. I'll take first pick. Okay. Will Will, you're gonna you're you're gonna hate me for taking this guy. I'm gonna Probably. take I'm gonna take the boy, the profile picture. Had you like lead you. the line, baby? I hate you so much. Come on, give me Hadji. I hate you. That was my first pick. Too. Dude's a baller. He's a serial chef. The fact that Greg yes. rode him off after 45 minutes in an absolute mud pit that, that a pig would find difficult to roll around in is is criminal, in my opinion. It's it's. But Had, Hadji's a chef. I'm taking Hadji. That's a good one. I like that. That's a good one. Yep. All right. Um, well, you haven't left me with any favors, to be honest, because that was my first pick. I didn't think you'd pick him. Um, Didn't have given me first I'm, pick. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Sarge. Throw him on top. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. That's a solid pick. That's actually a really good. Both of those are, are really yeah, strong those picks. Those are really good ones. But you're picking at a strong position. So you got you gotta watch that because you know, once you commit on that, you got every team's gonna have a weaker spot. So we gotta be uh you got you gotta be hesitant to go striker, or I would at least. So Blake, you go. I'll go last. You sure, man? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to take my guy, my tank, Cameron Carter Vickers, build it from the back. Oh, oh I, I love, love the opposite love strategy. It. Okay. I okay. love it. Appreciate it. CCV. I, right. I was disappointed to not see him this past window, but. Oh, you and me definitely both, my man. Would have loved to see him in that, that Aaron Long spot. Not going to lie. <laughs> okay. Okay. EP, so, just a final thought on the window. EPB was robbed, man. Yeah. Yes. EPB was robbed. Yes. How do you get no time? I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't keep doing this, man. I really no. can't. <laughs> I, I fully agree with that. Um, okay. So I'm going to go with my first pick. Uh, I'm going to go with the center mid position. So I, I'm playing a 4 4 2, um, but he's sort of a cam striker, but, but really more of a cam. So I'm going to play him pretty comfortably at center mid. And I'm going with Malik Tillman from the Rangers and I your system, your choice. Eh? Yeah. So Malik Tillman is my first pick. I think his, he offers really nice upside and uh, ultimately, you know, I, I I'll take anyone that dribbles even remotely close to what Geo, <laughs> Geo does. So for me, <laughs> that's my guy. <laughs> All right. Back to you, Sammy. Back to me. All right. Next pick. I think I'm going to go for a position that we're not super deep in. So I'm going to go ahead and get, get this one. I'm going to take Sammy Vines left back. Sammy, stop. That's a good pick. <laughs> that is a good pick. Oh, that's Sammy, a good pick. stop. Oh, that's a really good Bro, pick. Bro, we, we have the same thought process. You shouldn't have let I me go hate first. You. Yeah. I know I shouldn't have. Trevor and I were talking before this, the left back position. That that's going to be a tough one with all four of us in here. So that, that that's a good one. Getting well, the head start. There's there. like one other option available yeah, exactly. now. So. I, got a couple, I got a couple up here, but I wanted the best one. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh boy. Okay. Hang on. One second. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to do it, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, but not ideal. Um, give me uh give me Give me George Bellow. I got to panic and take that. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. Now, now I'm in trouble. Yep. I can make up for it in other spots, but Sammy took my pick. I didn't think he'd go left back on the second one. I really didn't. Because I knew where you were going to go, and I had to I had to play a little bit uh, of a strategy here to get you off the board. 
this reminds me of like the other fantasy football, you know, when uh, someone takes a quarterback and it just starts yeah, the, the yeah. run on positions, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blake, you're up. Okay. Oh yeah. It's me again. All right. Well, I say that. And then I think I'm going to uh, <laughs> go away from that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to double down, take some positional uh, versatility and stay in the Scottish league and go with uh, James Sands. At what position? Put him at center back. Okay. But Hey, you know, we got some versatility, you know, um, yep. trot him out around in the midfield too, if we need him. So. Okay. That's a good one. Thank um, you. and then I will be going with one that's going to make the burner a little angry. Um, oh, no. I'm going to be going Alan Sonora with my pick. You yeah. oh, come on, that was my next one. <laughs> God. No, sir. Dude, that is my guy. No, I cannot believe sir. Oh, me. he is fantastic. That, is, that, is, that just threw a wrench in all of the works. I love it. 2026, he will be there. And, I believe it. And he's back from injury. Bro's about to cook. Beautiful. Beautiful. Chef. I I he, he deserves way more credit than he gets. Uh, yeah. Sammy, what about you? You're up. All right, all right. I gotta, I gotta shore down the back here. You know, I've, I've kind of, kind of picked a little bit of, been all over the place. But I'm gonna take Mark McKenzie. You know, I think he's having, he's having a great okay. season. Yeah. I think he's having a good. He's had a great start to the season. I think he was a little bit robbed in the most recent window in in terms of his opportunity. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Mark. I think, he, I think he's having a good season. Yeah, that's a nice guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am going to take I'm going to have an old head lead the line or well not lead the line but lead the back I'm taking John Anthony Brooks that, I thought pick. about him I, I thought did about too him. it's a great oh. pick yep Alrighty. Well, I'm going to go the opposite of y'all and head uh, up front now I'm going to go with uh, Georgie Mihailovich that's a great pick. Oh, yeah. We love Georgie here at the okay. here at the burner. Yes, right. sir. abroad. Yeah, yeah, I was exactly. gonna say yes, you're, sir. Yep. you're getting this one on a technicality because he, he is, he is signed line, for AZ and is on loan, I believe. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he signed though. So it's yeah, funny. We signed up for the AZ newsletter to try to win a Georgie signed jersey. So we just keep getting these emails in Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> amazing. I've got him to my, I, I like signed him like three times on like three different emails. It's just like all I get on like my, my old like school email. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Good pick. Um, So I, I have to pick this guy. I think he's been pretty incredible since he made the move over to England. Uh, And I think he's going to be a perfect center back for me. So I'm picking Austin trusty. Oh, that's a good one. You just stole Sammy's pick right, yeah. over, right <laughs> was, out of his mouth. That was partner for me. Can't believe you've done me like that, man. No, sir. Nope. Can't believe it. All right, back to me. I'm going to go with the midfield. I think he's having a quiet season. He's not on the greatest team, but I think he's performing really well, and I think he's caught the eyes of a lot of people. I think he should have at least had an opportunity to be in camp. Take Alex Mendez in the midfield. Yes, he's a good pick. I I really considered him at one point. He's a lefty too. We need more of those on our team. Dude's got a wand of a left foot. I remember in the last Youth World Cup, dude, dude was like a, a menace on the set pieces. It was incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take an attacker. Finally. Someone to partner Sarge. I'm going to take uh, Conrad De La Fuente off the left. Mm-hmm. One, two. Yep. Yakos. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to stay, uh, do the same thing as you, and stay up in the attack. And um, I'm going to go with uh, Ricardo Pepe. Um, yeah. There was a bit of a disappointing uh, game for him yesterday as well. Uh, but, you know, build the team for the future. So he still offers a lot of upside. Back. He does. Exactly. Yeah. Just needs to find, you know, a comfortable situation. But man, I, I think he can still cook. He just got to get the right environment. So. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, I am going to go. Let's see. Uh, yeah, why not? Okay. So left wing, I'm going to go for a player that has played left wing 
and he's played Cam, um, but he plays, he, but because he's played left wing a few times before, I, I feel no shame in taking him. But he's he's a new name to the USMNT pool, and that is uh, Andres Zendejas from. Oh, okay, I like you. I like yeah, it. from uh, America. Uh, so I think uh, he he's a guy that could definitely find himself in the discussion not for this world cup but going forward in in you know maybe gold cup or maybe uh nations league so yeah he's definitely my pick all right back to me i think all right this player he's had a bit of a revelation of a season he's a traditional center mid he came out of fc dallas moved to denmark but this season he's been kind of deputizing the left back but he's been performing really really well and I think that's kind of flown really far into the radar, and his versatility is something that this pool doesn't necessarily have. Christian Capis, you're going into the midfield. I'm putting you back in your normal position. Okay, Capis. Oh, that's a bold pick. Do you think Holy. the viewers are going to know who he is? Well, enough. I got faith. I got faith in my boy Christian. His dad Jay. Okay. He's all. He's all over the place. I love him. I think he's liked every single one of my Christian Capis starting tweets since we've been running for. <laughs> And I appreciate it every single time. Consistency. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of, well, not really consistency. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a goalkeeper. I'm going to get some solidity at the back. I'm going to take Ethan Horvath at the back on loan to Luton town for the season. Horvath is a really good one. I was thinking of that too. Um, gosh, debating whether to do it. All right, I think I'm gonna do it, Trevor. I think I'm gonna go uh, Josh Cohen on yeah, this. We were talking okay, about okay. earlier. Champions League experience, Israel, yes, like sir. Like exactly. Like okay. Yeah, that's a good pick. I really like that one. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. Do Do you guys buy into the idea that because he's playing Champions League, he is a better player than someone else in Europe that may be technically better, but isn't I mean, I what are your... our options. Our options at goalkeeper in Europe are they're relatively limited. You know, you got the guys that have like been involved with the national team and then you got a guy, a lot of guys that are relatively obscure, but I think his exposure to this kind of level is something that will really help him out and has pushed him over that kind of level where it's someone that we should be keeping an eye on. Mm. Agreed fully with Sammy there. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'm going to pick the only other player I know that has at one time played left back because I need to get this position out of the way. And I'm going to take the man with the incredible hair, Marlon Fossey. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. He was Marlon a short member. Right yeah. Marlon is a member of our uh, burner lore list. We have like a list of players that have like interacted with us on social media and he's on there. Oh, that's quality. That is. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he's got the best cut in the game, honestly. I love it. Oh, yeah. That hair is insane. That's incredible. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Let's see. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna lock down my right back position. I'm gonna take Reggie. One. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. Take Reggie Cannon. And yeah. something that something that kind of irks me about Reggie a little bit, you know, he's he's a bit of an anime nerd. Yes, uh, he is. Like he I I remember a, a couple of the you like the behind the scenes videos, and I was like, I was like, dude, like can you please just just stay like tell like I don't want to say touch grass because that's mean, but like come on, like touch grass. Yeah, you know, respect respect Reggie. I respect Reggie. I'm just saying, like, he can have a, he can have another hobby than anime. You know? He definitely brings, like, a Wii on trips, you feel like. <laughs> Absolutely. He's the, guy. He's the guy. He made a me for everyone on the roster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I respect him more for that, I think. Honestly, it yeah, takes some serious does. commitment. It does. It does. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I flipped 180 on my Reggie opinion. I love him now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um. Okay, I'm gonna keep working on the back line here. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Brian Reynolds. Yeah, good pick. Good one. That is a good one. Um. So I know you mentioned him. Will has anyone taken EPB? Is he still out there? 
Uh, you can't take him. Top five league. Top five nice league. try. Gosh, sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have gotten taken by now. Yeah, you should have gone for it. I don't know if anybody would have stopped you. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. All You're right, good, well, bro. I'm going to – um. Let's see. Um, I will go with another sort of reclamation project here and with uh, Matthew Hoppy. Okay. Ooh, yep. I like it. Okay. That's a Falling good one. off a little bit, but he's gotten three goals apparently in three games for Middles Middlesbrough's under 21. So, you know, hopefully get a chance to get in with the senior team soon. And they refuse to play him with the senior yep. team, even though he's like one of the only producers anywhere in Middlesbrough mm-hmm. right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting, you know, the U21 level, it's not, it's not like a, it's not like a terrible level. You know, he's still, he's still scoring goals at like a relatively high level. You know, it's a pretty big league for a lot of the youth products in England. So yeah, I think it's, it's something that we shouldn't, we definitely shouldn't overlook. Absolutely. Yeah, totally agree. Okay. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go center back for a young player who I think presents a lot of upside. And that is uh, Jonathan Tompkinson from Ooh. Norwich city. Yeah, he was he was shortlisted on my center backs over here. Yeah, that's a great pick. I'm a big fan of that one. All right, let's see. Back to me. I think I'm going to go bold. Ooh, okay. I'm going to take off the left hand side. A man, you know, the burner loves and adores every ounce every ounce of our being. The dude has the silkiest step over into history of the United States men's youth women's national team program, Joshua Pena death, the first American oh, yes. Real Madrid, yes. former Ajax product. Now at I'd say regaining his fitness after a short training stint at Chelsea. The dude is going to cook. If he can get back into a team, the dude is a chef. He's got it. He's gonna there. bro. He's already cooking. Are you kidding? Oh cooking. yeah. Oh yeah. Give me Pena death off the left, baby. Come on. That's phenomenal. That's not a name I've heard in a while, but I respect the hell out of you for that one. Well, his done. hiatus from football was like the no, was like the darkest time of my life. I felt like it was in the dark ages. Like I would check Twitter every day to see if there was any update about where he was. Sammy, Sammy knows there was a day where I was looking at the Chelsea like Instagram account and I was going through their like stories and I like saw someone who I thought was Josh Pinadath. And so I like zoomed in on him and like made every distinction I could to try and figure out if it was him or not. And we eventually figured out it wasn't him. And that was quite possibly the worst, uh, the worst five minutes of my life. Oof. Yeah. yeah we were down bad. We were down astronomically. Oh, man, that's- yeah. I have a problem. I think, um, with that being said, I am going to take, a center mid. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Taylor Booth. Oh, I like that. That's a good TV one. TV ten, man. TV ten. Yeah. And I, I hope he does something in, uh, you know, w- with his team at this point because you know he he was signed to play and he's not he's not really playing as much as I thought he would at this point. Yeah, he played like the first three games or something mm. and started, but only played like 45 minutes in all three of them. So it was like. I don't know. It was weird. And then he started playing with the the reserve team and now he's back up with the senior team, but off the bench. I don't really know what's up with him right now, but like he, he was so good, good in Austria too. stuff. Yeah. 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 I just, so, yeah. Good pick. I'm a big supporter of Taylor. I hope he comes around to it now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to go with uh, Dwayne Holmes. Yeah, nice pick, bro. Appreciate yep. it. Yep. Doing That's well in the one. championship, two assists this year. So, uh, what position are you taking him at? By the way, you're you're allowed to switch around your positions if you yeah. find you're being shoehorned into something. So yeah, that's fair. I'm putting him in like right mid right now. I'm thinking somewhere okay. there. So that's acceptable. Yep. yep. All right. Cool. Uh, I have to take a goalkeeper or I'm in trouble. So <laughs> I'm taking the guy that I slander constantly. Look, I love him as a player, but I really don't want him to be out there come game one in Qatar. And that is Zach Steffen. So that is my goalkeeper pick. That's valid. Yeah. All right. 
Back to me. I'm not going to pick a goalkeeper yet because I, I think all of y'all have got your goalkeepers, and I know who I got, so I'm just going to keep picking my, the rest of my team before this, these positions get filled. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, next one. I think I'm going to take my last midfielder spot, and I'm going to go for the one only, the chef, who has been unfortunate with injuries. But when he plays, the dude is unplayable. I'm taking the boy, Richie Desma. Mm, really good pick yeah. love him as a player and mm-hmm. he's phenomenal oh man that's a really good one yeah. all right i need a destroyer somebody who kind of sit in front of the back uh center backs and uh break up play and then distribute forward and uh i think my guy is gonna be tanner testament for that okay I like that. Yeah, he's a he's a solid, solid player. I think uh, Buzio looked pretty good last year, but Tessman kind of over delivered on what you were expecting from him. So yeah, and Tessman's looked really good at the start of this season, and I think he I think he fits more that CDM role that I'm looking for right now. So I'm gonna take Tessman. Good one. I like that. That is a good one. Um, I think I'm sticking with you. Will. I'm sticking in Venezia. I'm gonna go Buzio. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Boozy is a great pick as North well. North Carolina guy, you know, got oh, yeah. represent. Yes, sir. If we didn't mention, by the way, we're uh, we're from we're originally from Asheville, but I live in Charlotte, and Blake lives in uh, Raleigh, so we're we're definitely Southern as well. <laughs> we all went to school. Oh, guys. We we both went to school kind of close to y'all. So okay, yeah, nice. So. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All right, that's a good one. Um. So I have decided that I'm moving Malik Tillman up to striker because my striker options are a little more limited at this point. There are a couple guys left though, so I'm not going to address that position. I'm going to address the right wing position with a speedster that I hope can stay healthy. And that is Emmanuel Sabi from Odense. I love that. And that, I love is, that. that is my love pick. That. That's awesome. That's, That's a great good. pick. I remember there was a point where he was in like really good form. I think it was earlier in the spring. I told Will, I was like, he might, if he keeps this up, he might be in the running for the Danish League Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he's killing it. Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, if he stays healthy, I really yeah. think that he could move into a top five league at some point. Oh, yeah. See. He's gotten boned with injury recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I got right wing, center back, and goalkeeper left. What do, what, <laughs> what do, what do I want to take? What do I? All right, I'm gonna go center back. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish up my back four. I'm gonna go Swiss American dual net RB Leipzig FC Liefering and uh, player. He's somebody that has flirted with the idea of being a part of the U.S. national team system by liking one of Edgar's Instagram comments about joining <laughs> the U.S. And, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Instagram comments are definitely a way that players can subtly communicate with with the with the people. Sure. Brian O'Coat center back. Yep, good one. Very good one. Oh, if we land him, that would be phenomenal. He, oh, I would yeah, lose my mind. Yeah, I think for like dual nationals, he's he's number two on my list, just behind Balogun. In terms, we of need who, Balogun. Who I would love Balogun. Balogun. We don't. I, I don't know if we need him, but I would love Balogun. Oh, he'd yeah. be such a luxury. He's playing well enough, though. I think England is just gonna get him because. I they're going to play it. I hate seeing the videos of him scoring for England on the timeline. It's like, it's like I know. Because like, I want to like it, but I, I can't because, I, I mean, I'm a realist, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to keep working on the back line, and I'm going to take somebody who is on a redemption arc to end all redemption arcs. Give me Owen Otisawi. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, the boy. <laughs> oh, yep. man. The failed – uh, what was the it? Failed Gucci man. Concierge service man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what a guy. Yeah. Modeling a, concierge. He wears a lot of hats right now. Yeah. <laughs> we were, we were, we were talking about do if it he all. can successfully come back to a high level, that might be one of like the greatest sporting comebacks in like history. He might be the most naturally talented athlete ever. Yeah. Oh, totally agree. <laughs> yep. All right. I am going to round out the midfield. I'm going to go with uh, Johnny Cardozo. Good pick. Yeah. I really like him. We talked about him on one of our podcasts because we, we think did. Uh, Greg needed to give him some love. And he did get called in. Yep. And uh, he successfully saw the field. And by saw the field, I mean saw the field from the bench viewpoint, but saw it. You know, he was there. 
but <laughs> he, got, he got a few minutes, didn't he, against Japan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than or something like you know, that. You guys, you guys, Not like, too much, but they're like they're watching from home. You know, you, you know, you can only praise Johnny for what he's done this season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. He's uh no, he's a really good player though. So nice pick. Um, so I have a couple of different areas I could go striker wise, but I'm gonna go with a right back just to lock it in. Um, I, am, am I up right now or no? Yeah, you're yes, up. Sir. Yeah, okay. Yep. I, th- yeah, I thought up. so. Just making sure. Um, yeah. So right back, I'm going to go Henry Wingo. Uh, speaking on that, Ferenc Faros kick. Uh, I needed a right back. I think he's a good one. He's played in UCL. So that's that's my pick. Love that. Mm-hmm. Good. He's got good experience. The former Seattle man. Mm-hmm. All right. I have right wing and goalkeeper left. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave my goalkeeper for last. So I'm going to take my right wing. I'm going to go with – he's in the, he's current he, – he, He's a pretty, he's a loyal man. He's a, he's a capped national team player. He's a he's a loyal Sunderland man, a man of my oh. English, my, nor, my northeast English, my brother up here. I'm gonna go Lyndon Gooch. Yeah, he's, the Gooch. Oh yes, sir. Oh, the Gooch. You get what you get out of him. He'll give you a shift. I'm gonna take Lyndon Gooch off the right side. I love it. Good mm-hmm. pick. That's a fun one. That is. Oh, okay. I I have right wing and a center mid left. And I know who's I'm going to take as my center mid, but I'm going to leave him for last, just like Sammy did. Because um, I got a little surprise up my sleeve. Um, but I am going to take, as my right winger, I'm going to take Alex Mighton of... Uh, yeah. Of, uh, yeah, good one. Nottingham Forest on loan to Sheffield Wednesday for the season. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that because uh, I thought he might have been able to stick around it for us this season. He played that well, but it just it I did too. When you bring in thirty-seven players, it becomes a little more difficult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it mm-hmm. does. I thought he would at least get a move to the championship, but League hey, One. He made his Premier League debut, and that's what matters. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Put it in the, the stat game. sheet. Yep. <laughs> Um, all right. So I got right back and left back left. So, um, uh, y'all might hate me for this. It's sort of a technicality on a recent move, but I'm going to go Shaq Moore right back. Oh, like okay. Uh, okay. That's a good, that's I accept good. it. Yeah, I accept yeah. that. I like it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. You'll be given that one. Um, okay. So I can either address center mid or striker those are my last two and i i think i'm gonna go striker um obviously there's one player out there that is an absolute tank and he's injured right now that i could pick but i'm not gonna go with that pick that is a too obvious a pick i'm going maurice malone from the lone man that is in the Austrian league and is killing it right now. I think he has like six goals in his last five games or something. It's crazy, but he is the guy I'm going with. And hopefully if Augsburg ever plays their younger American talent, he will get a chance there at some point. But Maurice Malone is my pick. I respect it, but the lack of Daryl is quite frankly, frightening. (laughs) (laughs) I love Daryl. I love the Maurice. I will, I will love Daryl to I've, the day. I've been on a Maurice Malone kick ever since he was, since I found out about his existence. So. <laughs> it's a bold one. I, but, I love that. Yeah, pick. I, I mean, I respect he's, he's on my short list for forwards. All right, last pick: goalkeeper, Chicago native, in the Scottish in the Scottish Premier League on loan to the second division. One promotion from the third tier up to the second division, making multiple penalty saves in the playoff final <laughs> to get up into the second tier. The dude is an absolute shot stopper at its core. Brian Schwenk. The dude is criminally underrated. <laughs> three clean sheets. Three clean sheets and seven appearances this season. The dude is a shot stopper at its absolute definition. Wow. The Chicago soccer's in youth soccer and then moved abroad, and he has been cooking ever since. He's on loan from Livingston with current USMNT eligible Scott Pittman, but he's on yep. loan. So <laughs> he's got to cook somewhere else. So he's cooking, he's cooking, he's cooking elsewhere for Greenick Morton. 
Oh, that is amazing. And the introduction as well, you know, bravo for that. That was beautiful. He, uh, he got, he got more of a walkout than he probably gets at his games. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. That's right. Sammy, I'm going to try and try and top you here. I got a good one here to end this out. Oh, um, come on, let's go. I think Sammy knows who I'm going to pick. To be honest, I know so, who you're picking. I'm so. I have one to... center back. I have one center mid left, and I could pick. There's a plethora of people I could pick. Alejandro Dude, Alvarado, uh, Timmy Tillman. Um. Uh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> um, I could pick Jack DeBry to play a cam. You I could pick yep. Obed Vargas. I could pick Jack McGlynn. I could pick Paxton Pomichol, but no, I'm going to pick the boy, the man. He has 16 goals this season or 13 goals this season from center mid in 19 games. The Icelandic dual nat, Isak Snayer Thorvaldson. What? 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 Who is, who is set to sign in January for Norwegian club Rosenborg. Oh, with, with Sam Rogers. With Sam Rod with yeah. the Patrick Hero, Sam Rogers. So give love me Isak Snare Thorvaldson up top. God, I love that. Or, this uh, player about uh, Snare Thorvaldson. He may he may be provisionally captained to Iceland. He was just recently in their U21 camp, but he's an American. But that father. doesn't matter. Nope, we're counting it. We're counting that. Like it. Yep. <laughs> so if someone listening wants to go back and do that research, go ahead and do that and never ever come on my page again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh uh, well y'all y'all are gonna have a tough act to follow here i don't know if i'm able to live up to that but um at left back i'm gonna go with uh dewan jones oh like okay like yeah, okay all right uh, yeah. yeah no it's mls but yeah you know, we're here to win you know putting this up on twitter afterwards gotta give my it's uh, acceptable it's acceptable that, you know yeah, i also yeah. think that he's a guy that um he'll be in the next gold cup i have to imagine because mm-hmm. yeah uh, i can see it he has upside it. for sure so, mm-hmm. yeah okay that's a good one um well i mean i have to close it off with uh with the brotherhood of a player i took earlier because i think he rounds out my team really well uh so timothy tillman Get in my lineup. That's that's my pick, and I am. I was expecting with a different brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? Well, now I'm thinking. Oh, I know. Who oh, you're I know you're thinking. I know who you're thinking. Sammy. I could. I could have. I could have gone Joel, but I. Uh, I I'm. I'm going. Uh, I'm going because he offers uh, a bit on the defensive side too. I'm going to. That's, that's fair. I have. A, I have a special place in my heart for Joel Senor. He played for Battenfield, which is a club that I spent a little bit of time with in Argentina. Okay. Wait, did you play yourself at all? I I did. I played. I played in NCAA. I played NCAA, and then I played a little bit in Argentina. I played a little bit, you know, just about everywhere. So, oh, that's sick. Okay, so you do definitely have a connection to the uh, the foreign players that may not give quite as much love. Yeah, that's 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 my South American. That's why I do the South American stuff on the burner, and we'll, we'll do a lot of European stuff. It all makes sense Sammy, now. Sammy almost got a shot. Almost got a slot on the uh, database. Almost. <laughs> Tra- transfer market ran out of data, but otherwise you would have had it. Yeah, yeah almost. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that is awesome. And uh, honestly, I had so much fun with that draft. And I hope that everyone listening learns about a few players from this that they didn't know about before. I'm sure you will. I mean, half of those introductions uh, I-, I didn't know about. And I, I mean, i I follow a lot of U.S. players, probably more than I should. So, <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on, talking to us a bit, and uh, and and coming on for the draft. I mean, this was uh, this was great. And I, I honestly, I I don't know which way this is going to go in terms of what people think is the best. I mean, we we all kind of made some sabotage picks, but at the same time, uh, I, I think. You know, to get show some love to some of the guys that may not get it. So, thanks for coming on, guys. I really appreciate can I, can it. I, can I add one thing, please? You may add one thing. Yes, one thing. This is the last thing. This is this is this is my two cents. Okay. Oh God. There's an American-Israeli dual net that I think people need to be paying attention to. He was on our. We made a ones to watch list. Okay. Just in preparation, in preparation for this, and he was at the top. His name is Eliam Kanchapolsky. A current Israeli youth national team player, chef at the youth Euros, 
Okay. As Israel, Israel, Israel made a miraculous run deep into the tournament. Oh, I know this. Yeah, yeah. He went crazy in that tournament. I forgot about and what's that. What's great about him is his family history and how he became. Yeah, this, this, is this is the best part. This is the best part. This is the best part. His grandfather is a pioneer of Israeli surfing. And his father was an Israeli surfing champion who then had his son, Elyam. He was born in Hawaii, which is where his eligibility comes from. And his name, Elyam, translates in Hebrew to to the sea, which I think is just phenomenal. Oh, that's sick. That's awesome, man. Just because of his backstory and the fact that he's cooking for Israel. Absolutely. Oh, that's a that's a great addition. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye out for him. And hopefully the USSF is as well. But we'll see. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, past that, let's uh, let's see how the people how the people speak. And uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Blake, good to have you on, as always. Yeah, appreciate it. And yeah, Will and Sammy echo Trevor's thoughts. Thanks, y'all so much. Had a blast doing this. Uh, thank you guys for having us on. This was awesome. Yeah, I had sure. a blast doing this. This was great. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, you're you're in darkness at this point because it's probably midnight in England. But it is 12:19 <laughs> a.m. and uh, I can hear the rain and the wind hitting my window. <laughs> well, there's. If it makes you feel any better, Sam, there's a hurricane on my way. So yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. All right. Cool. Well. Uh, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. And uh, keep vibing.